Welcome to the Perfectly Honest Podcast, where we talk about family and relationships and our testimonies of Jesus Christ. I am Michael. And I'm Kiana. And today, I am feeling uh, less healthy when we're talking about health today. My back hurts. Yeah, his back will hurts. hurts. <laughs> Michael's got a really bad back. We're trying to work that out. Yeah, so... Uh, take what we're going to uh, say today as a, as a grain of salt. That's what I'm saying at the <laughs> beginning of the episode. Great start. Uh, where I'm like, I'm like, we're going to talk about health today and uh, we're bad at it. You're like, I'm in pain. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I'm being perfectly honest, Michael, I need to trim my toenails. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross, but they're so long. Oh, really? Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you see me in person... Can you like check with me? Say, Kiana, like, did you clip your toenails yet? Can you look at her feet. <laughs> look at those. Look at those. <laughs> look at those long toenails. Sorry, that is probably so gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, we're we're uh, there, there's a little bit of uh, TMI. We should call that the TMI section instead of the perfectly yeah. honest section. Honestly. Oh. So. I've, okay, I have a better honest perfectly moments. honest moment. Oh, okay. I loved watching Coleman tackle his cousins today. Yeah, that it was, was so funny. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's like eighteen months, and the others are like three and five. Right, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get him." That's true. He was. They were oh playing tackle, gosh. and they were. I, I was trying to just do a puppet show, and they were like, "Kill the puppet, kill it." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were just tackling and wrestling, and having fun. So. Yeah, it was super fun. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. So yeah, uh, today we're gonna talk about um, health and some different things, uh, particularly. We're going to talk about um, body image mm-hmm. as it relates to men and women. And we're going to talk a little bit about socioeconomic status and, and how those are actually related. So tune in for a wonderful episode. Yes. Of those things. <laughs> so I feel like we wanted to approach this topic like when we first started the podcast, but we yeah. weren't sure like which direction we wanted to take. We weren't sure if people were really interested. Right. And hearing about like health, like our take on health and body image and whatever. Yeah. Because um, it can be like a very overdone topic. Uh, right. But we got a question from one of you, the listeners. We got a DM. We were so excited. Yeah. We were like, oh my gosh, it's so nice. They listen to our podcast. Because we were talking about, I think this was in our perfectly honest moment. We were talking about how we were like, We've been getting some Slurpees and it's been fun, you know? Yeah. And so this listener was just asking about like navigating or balancing, you know, being health conscious while still having like those little treats like Slurpees and not feeling bad about it. Yeah. And then um, navigating all the messages you get from the world about how to look, what to eat and what not. Right. <laughs> Versus like how we actually look in real life. Right. And there's just so many different opinions and voices telling you how you should look and it's really annoying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like today we wanted to talk about our approach mm-hmm. to health and not necessarily the things that we do. Specifically. Yeah, not like the do's and don'ts. And, and we'll say, <laughs> uh, you know, some of those things like, um, you know, because it's all kind of anecdotal yeah. for us. We're not nutritionists. Um, but we try to learn the most that we can about yeah. nutrition. Yes. Um, and that's going to be a reoccurring theme with us today. 
Um, so let's talk about that first and then let's kind of get into the differences between men and women with body image. Yep. Yeah. So I, I'll just like give my background on like, I guess, upbringing and how far we've come, how far I've come in learning about nutrition. Yeah. So growing up, like my concept of healthy was, oh, if you eat salads, you're healthy. Like, oh, eat an apple and you'll be healthy. Right. You know, and I even thought like, oh, a granola bar is healthy. Now looking back on it, I'm like, that was basically just a candy bar, like a glorified candy (laughs) bar, you know? And a lot of them are surprisingly. But like, yeah, growing up, it was, we just had a lot of processed snacks. So that's what I would reach for. Um, My mom didn't love cooking, so she would cook pretty simple meals, but I just didn't have a strong nutritional foundation right. of what actually would like nourish my body. Cause I remember just feeling hungry and confused why I was still hungry and then eating more, but not being like filled up. Right. And just being so frustrated. Cause I was like, well, why am I gaining weight? Like I, I just need to eat cause I'm hungry, but I can't eat because blah, blah, blah. Right. Anyways. So that was like how it was growing up. And then, Going into college, I tried to learn more about nutrition and it was still like a very rocky path. Um, And I'll say it wasn't until we got married that I really started to take it super seriously because I was in charge of the meal planning and the grocery shopping and the nourishing of our family. Yeah. Even though our family unit was just two at, at the start. Right. And... Which was greatly to my benefit. I mean, I, I will continue to rave about how Kiana's helped me improve my health so much. Cause, that's so sweet. Because the, you know, it, it, and sometimes that's just what it takes. Like, it just takes a focus, you know, yeah. on it. You know, because we all know what's bad. Like, we, we know what's bad. So keep going. I want to keep hearing what you have to say. Yeah. And so it's honestly just been the last two years that I've really started to do my, like, actual research. Not just right. looking at, like... What is it? Mayo Clinic? Is that one of the first things that'll pop up when you're like looking at health oh, yeah. or like yeah. symptoms? I don't know. There's like a few websites that are always the first to pop up when you're like, is this good or bad for you? Right. And they are very quick to offer their opinion that has like no research background yeah, like, to like it. It's, it's crazy how <laughs> much like there's like how much research there's not, you know? Yeah. And so I started to actually look at studies. I started to see different people's anecdotal stories. Right. Um, books, documentaries, just trying to see what's out there. And there's an overwhelming amount of information to there's, sort through. Right. There's so much. So well, I like what you said, though, about um, kind of like the foundation of food, because you were saying like you didn't have a foundation before mm-hmm. for for food. and And that's what's really important to discover and and how you do that is is you have to ask the right questions um and you have to look at your own health and say Mm -hmm. like what are my goals slash needs right yeah um you know because uh like weight loss might be a good thing but it's also can be a really bad thing when you Um, are so hyper focused when you're really hyper focused on it um totally you, you there's i think that i mean i've seen this happen with um, a lot of women, even I, I think personally that I know who are just like, I have to keep losing weight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you're not. No, you're fine. Yeah. Like, like it's good to have some body fat. 
mm-hmm. on you. You know, yeah, it's like, healthy. <laughs> like uh, you know, we talk about just being lean, 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 and it's like you know, we're we're not supposed to be like just so lean. Yeah, well, especially women. Like we were made to have curves like that's how god designed us yeah exactly and (laughs) and so like i think even generally speaking i'm not a nutritionist once again but i think generally speaking we it's safe to say that that women should have a little bit more fat Mm -hmm. on their body than men need yeah uh for different reasons Mm -hmm. um you know so so it's it's really hard to find the foundation but here's where you ask the right questions is um you just look at food and you just start to look at what's in it and and uh, you start looking up ingredients. Yeah. You know, like I don't care about calories as much. I have not paid attention to calories probably since we've gotten married. Yeah. Because the thing is, is uh, you should have an abundance of calories. Um, and depending on what you're doing with your day is mm-hmm. what kind of calories you should eat. Mm-hmm. And that starts to get into the ingredients, right? So it's like if you're not actually doing like that much work. Um, and this goes into, I've been doing a deep dive into like backpacking health. So, yeah. <laughs> so this, this is like part of this, but generally speaking, low workout, you know, which is what we do most of our day or just like menial task. We need to eat some fat in the morning so that we can get through our day with a lot mm-hmm. of energy. Cause that's a long term energy supply. Yeah. Carbs is where you get really fat. Mm-hmm. Um, because we just eat carbs all day and they're supposed to be fast burning. Um, but your body's not saying burn fast carbs. Mm-hmm. when you're sitting down at a desk, right? If you're running, it's good to have a good amount of carbs because your body's saying, I need to burn those, Yeah. right? Um, so that's one aspect. Sorry, I'm going into different things here, but look at ingredients and just like look them up, right? Like this this is what I kind of started with. It was like, okay, I see that this has yellow six, whatever that's called. I think it's like red five, yellow six, or whatever, blue whatever five. Or, yeah. Um, and you just kind of look into that and just see, how do they make this? How is this processed? Why is it in my food? Yes, right? exactly. Um, and when you start asking those questions, you start asking like other questions like, um, like, oh, what's dextrose, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and like when you look at that, you're like, oh, maybe that's a bad thing. And you're like, oh, maybe actually turns out it's actually not so bad mm-hmm. um, because it's actually better than table sugar for the most part because it's, you know, it's more glucose than fructose. Yeah. And then you start asking yourself, what kind of sugar should I have? Where should I get my sugars from? Mm-hmm. Should they be added sugars? Or should I try to just get them from fruit? That's actually a really good place to start too if you're trying different diet needs is, you know, uh, what kind of sugars uh, should I go for? I mean, just try cutting out all added sugars. Yeah, and, and you'll be surprised how difficult it is. You're going to see the difference. Um, and I have a funny story about that, but... But um, I want to hear, so I've been talking so much, so I want to hear more of your thoughts as we begin. Well, like, I think what you were saying, just looking up ingredients, I know for me, like, it's gotten to the point where when I grow, when I go grocery shopping, I like to stick to the outer limits of the store as much as possible. So that means the produce, the oh, dairy, yeah. the meat. And then there's just like a few things in the middle aisles because the middle aisles it's like fresh is, stuff. Yeah. The middle aisles is what gets you. There's all sorts of. Well, because that's the stuff that's supposed to sit on shelves forever. Forever and yeah. ever. Anyways, we didn't want to get like too deep into just like, I don't know, our. Right. But this is the approach. Okay. Right. Is, right. It's like, is like seek out fresh food. Try to do less ingredients. 
but but at the same time try to diversify what you're eating mm-hmm. like get lots of different veggies yeah. but but like <gasps> well yeah. and i will say this experiment with your body that <laughs> sounds kind of weird i know experiment it will like but so many people are going to tell you this is bad this is good this is bad eat it right see how it makes you feel because everyone's bodies are so different and they react differently to different foods and so like something that would feel great and taste delicious to me might not sit so well for michael because that may be not like the nutrients he needs right then right and we do find that quite a bit we actually have had fairly different diets but we haven't we've never been on a diet no like we've never been like it's time for keto (laughs) um uh, in fact, I feel like we do have a lot of diversity in what we eat. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I had some really interesting struggles, uh, you know, like end of last year, mm-hmm. where it was like everything I ate was like, it was so awful because I had this awful acid reflux. And, yes. and I had to just... It was so scary. In fact, this was... Uh, changing my diet and changing my circumstance was a was a lot that, that needed to happen. Totally. So, um, you know... That that's where, it, like, I had to kind of experiment. I actually rejected what my doctors were telling me because they kept giving me medication. I was like, "But you don't know what's going on down there." Yeah. Why are you giving me a pill? What's this supposed to do? Uh, well, if you do have uh, you know, like a gastrointestinal problem, then like this should help alleviate it. I'm like, what does that even mean? If yeah, I'm like, it's I'm gonna start so taking a pill. Wishy washy, and it's just a band aid. Yeah, and so it's not, not to say like, cause. not to say reject your doctors, but, <laughs> but like, um, I, what but ended up healing, <laughs> yeah, what ended up healing my gut was taking a shot, like one shot of apple cider vinegar. Oh yeah, that helped a lot with your stomach acid. Yeah, it helped me just like take care of that problem and then I could focus on, okay, well now what are the stressors in my life that are causing yes. <laughs> this issue? Yeah, it was crazy. So, you know, there's, there's things that, like you can do, um, and we like holistic approaches too. So that's another thing, but yeah. Yeah. Well, moving more into the body image portion Let's do of that. like health and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I guess just start sharing my story. <laughs> like I, I grew up always feeling larger, bigger than other girls, my age. Mm-hmm. I was telling you this last night. Like yeah. I, I just always perceived myself as bigger and I was always the one that was like, oh, you can't pick me up. I'm too heavy. Right. I I don't know where that messaging came from, but like it was ingrained in me very, very young, like starting first grade. Right. I always thought I was like built bigger than other girls. And then um, moving into fifth grade, Uh I actually like, this is so bad, but I like would restrict calories to like try to lose weight. Right. And so I'm like counting calories. I'm 10. That's fifth grade. Yeah. Yeah. I was like 10, 11. And I ended up losing like 18 pounds. And I, I was like so undernourished, like hungry, tired, probably really grumpy all the time. But then all of a sudden, all these adults were coming up to me and telling me, Oh, Kiana, like, did you get sick or did you try to lose weight? You look great. And it was so weird because I was, in that's, fifth grade. so strange. I You didn't tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't. I forgot about that part until I was like diving deeper into the yeah, story. Yeah, because the adults are like losing weight. That's uh, the re- that's like the best thing on earth that you could do. And so then it was like confirmed to me. Oh, yeah, like I was fat, but now I'm like a good weight. 
Right. And then I move into middle school and puberty and I kind of, I don't know, bulk up again, (laughs) if that makes sense, because I'm just trying to eat and not be hungry. And going into high school, I... I wouldn't say I was like super active, but I still did dance all the time and I was gaining weight and so confused why I was gaining weight because it's, I didn't eat like fast food all the time. You know, I didn't like go out and get McDonald's every single day. I didn't drink soda. Right. Like ever basically. Yeah. And so I, in my head, I was like, I just don't get why I cannot lose weight when I'm supposedly doing all the things that I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And it was really, really frustrating. And I had just this horrible self image of myself, Yeah, you know, and just constantly aware of how I looked. And it was very frustrating and made social situations hard sometimes. And I'd always blame my weight if, you know, that guy didn't like me back or whatever. Um, You're like, I'm fat. I know. (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's why you don't like me. I'm fat. (laughs) Yeah. And then moving into college, it got a little bit better, I guess. Um, And then I would say when we were newlyweds, it was still pretty bad. My like self image. Yeah. Yeah. I think think your self image was pretty bad when we first. Like I was very insecure. I always thought I was fat. I wasn't sure why Michael liked me or why he was attracted to me. I was like, stop. Yeah. It uh, it made me really frustrated because I was like, stop it. It was also just annoying. Yeah. Like it's, it's annoying to have your partner always. Like self-loathing. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, sad to say that's kind of like where I was. I just, I thought about it so much. Right. And it's so dumb and I'd always be comparing myself to other people. Right. But like, I don't know if it's like we as girls do that or if I'm just like the anomaly. (laughs) Right. But. Well, and the big problem is, is that, you know, you have the literal Barbie dolls to um, like compare yourself to. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like a lot of the and I'm saying literal because of plastic surgery but right and, and not oh, to true. like completely judge that i don't have a, of a like and, and that's something we can talk about um as well on another podcast but um like I, that's you know something that girls have to deal with mm-hmm. is um you know whether someone has plastic surgery or not is like as soon as someone feels really great about themselves they post about it on social media oh absolutely and so then there's all of those things to compare yourself to but yeah. they're completely unrealistic and not real right Right. Or it's just like, or it's like the same thing. Yeah. Or it's like not what someone, you know, it's not realistic to most girls. It's like, okay, you're one in 20. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, and, and it's really frustrating too, because, um, especially going through change, uh, Mm -hmm. in your high school years, your body's still Mm -hmm. changing and, um, and, and your body continues to change that your life. Yeah. Well, and then with girls, I mean, we get pregnant, we balloon up with our babies and then I I was always so concerned with, well, what's going to happen once I have give birth to Coleman? Right. Like, am I going to be able to lose the baby weight? Because if I don't, if I can't, like, I'll be fat for the rest of my life. Right. Was like what was hardwired well, into Well, and me. what happened? What happened was, guys, this is crazy, but it also just shows me that God designed our body so special and he... 
he knows like what we face as women. I have just learned more about nutrition. I haven't done any special diets. I didn't do any special workouts and I lost all of the baby weight plus like 10 more pounds. Right. Which was awesome. And it was great because I didn't have to focus on losing weight. It just happened because I was breastfeeding and that's like yeah. what God designed for us. Right. Exactly. And, and, and you were, you were just like not focused on it. No, it was I was about just, your body. It was about nourishing myself so I could nourish our son. And here I am like 18 months postpartum. I have stretch marks all over my stomach and legs. Yes. I have loose skin and I have never felt better about myself. Yeah. And I never expected to be the most confident in myself as a new mom. Like that is so weird to me. Right. Because I thought, oh, like your glory days are when you're a teenager. That's when you're supposed to be. That's when you're like supposed at to your look prime, good. Right. right? Yeah. But like, I just don't care anymore. Right. And I just love my body and how it functions. And yes. the way that God designed it is so miraculous and i see how strong and capable i am like growing life birthing life sustaining life like that's amazing it's so cool to be a woman well and and that's what's amazing is like you're going to be going through that for you know the next however many years right yeah that we're that we're gonna be trying to have kids and and it's like that's just a you know it's like your body's gonna constantly change yeah um but yeah it's, it's like what's the what's the focus about? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and we are 22 minutes into the, into the podcast. Oh, sorry. Here. I really dominated. No, there. no, no, you're good. Uh, but I, I wanted to, to kind of do a little bit of a comparison with men and women, um, mm-hmm. on this. Um, comparisons are not usually that great. <laughs> we're, we're talking about like, don't compare yourself. We're like, okay, now let's compare. <laughs> um, men and women do, uh, struggle differently with these things. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, uh, and, and this is, kind of interesting that I've been hearing uh, a little bit recently, but, and and this really rang true to me because, um, we don't find that men typically struggle as much with their body image as women. Now that doesn't mean that men don't struggle too. Mm -hmm. I think that's actually a growing issue. I think that men are struggling more now than ever Mm -hmm. about their body image and not, you know, uh, like, so, and this is, this is kind of where we go into status. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, because, just like the same way that women struggle with body image, men tend to struggle with socioeconomic status. Do you want to give like a quick definition of what that is? Yeah. So uh, this is kind of like a good way to think about it. Like, you know how like men are men like compare themselves in the way of like strength. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a very basic idea of like, yeah, I mean, almost like a tribalistic idea, but it's just like, uh, y- you know, men tend to compete with each other mm-hmm. right and, and so like naturally you know because of that and that this this is kind of where the issue has gone today is men are much more concerned with what they're doing to provide for their families mm-hmm. um, or for themselves uh, like what they're able to do in society it's all about what they're doing mm-hmm. uh, versus how they look physically but to them it's like this is how i look yeah right so so look at it all as an external factor right body image this is how for you know i look socioeconomic status this is how i look so in health 
it's really important that we start to detach ourselves from the external factors mm-hmm. and say it's it's time to to focus on on my body being healthy and my daily productivity what i'm doing to have a healthy pr- approach to my day mm-hmm. um i struggle with i don't really struggle much with body image to be honest um i've struggled a little bit more with my body recently because of health issues yeah um but like how i look i usually have not cared there's been a you know there's been a few things like i kind of have a hunch a little bit on my back i'm like ah oh, it kind of looks ugly you know <laughs> but it doesn't like affect me every day right right it doesn't consume your thoughts right but to, like thinking about how i bring money into the family or how i look compared to other men who are you know successful or getting yeah. degrees yes. or whatever mm-hmm. that haunts me that consumes my thoughts and uh you know that's what we're trying to do right so like mm-hmm. for men and women you know and i think that there is a little bit of split i, th- I see that women are also struggling with that as well mm-hmm. so i, I don't want to say like that's what it is but it's like at the very least it's typical like at least i would say a majority of men struggle more with socioeconomic status than they do body image mm-hmm. um not that there's a problem either way. It's just we are concerned with the way we look mm-hmm. outwardly, right? Yeah. So um, we could do some more deep dives into that. Um, but yeah, any other thoughts, Kiana? I was just say issue? like our rapid fire takeaways at the end of this is focus on nourishing your body and feeling well in your skin. And when you do that, you're going to be a lot less focused on calories. You're going to be a lot less focused on the scale, how you look. Right. Because you'll feel better in your skin. Yeah. And also let treats be treats. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like we can get so hyper focused on, oh, I'm a healthy person, so I will never have ice cream. Yes. Or I will never have that Slurpee because that would wreck my system. But it's like if you are well nourished and taking care of your body and sometimes you want to have a treat with your friends yeah sometimes you want to have a slurpee you know like you choose to go do that and then you be happy with that choice don't let that choice haunt you for the next three days because you made that choice no one forced you to drink the slurpee yeah own it love it and then keep going (laughs) yeah exactly i love that so much uh I think that we have more that we want to say on this topic. So I yeah. think we'll probably do part two, right? Yeah. On this. So uh, tune in on that. Uh, I did want to share a quick spiritual thought. Yes. Before we close Take here. Take it away. Uh, so this is coming out of a Doctrine and Covenant section 89. For those who are not members of the church, this is a canon in our scriptures. This is basically like, just to give some context here, the word of wisdom originally was not a commandment in the church. And... Now it's a commandment and not a commandment. <laughs> so it, it's kind of like a little confusing. Everyone just, and you'll see, you'll hear at church, everyone says, no, it's, it's all just like, it's a commandment now. And, and it's like, okay, uh, but there's, there's certain levels, right? Um, like, you know, because the Lord's saying, be healthy, right? How, how do you make that into a commandment? How do you keep that commandment? So, mm-hmm. so that's where it kind of gets into uh, moments of principle here. Um, but something I wanted to read out of this, which I think is funny, is uh, there's a lot of um, controversy about this, even in the church today. Um, people uh, trying to interpret these scriptures. 
And um, this is in, yeah, section 89, verses uh, 12 and 13. It says, Yea, flesh also of beasts and of the fowls of the air, I, the Lord, have ordained for the use of man with thanksgiving. Nevertheless, they are to be used sparingly. It is, and it is pleasing unto me that they should not be used only in times of winter or cold or of cold or famine. And I was just reading this and I was like, this is so interesting. And they have, they say other things like herbs are great. Mm -hmm. Like any herb is awesome. And uh, grains are also good. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are the times that you should use these. Now, um, people take these very literally and some people take them, I think people take them either too literally or too figuratively. Yeah. And I think the Lord is trying to tell us like, hey, I've given you grains, I've given you meat, I've given you herbs. They are for your use, okay? Mm -hmm. The rest of the words in here, a lot of it has to do with the context of the time. Right. Um, Because as I was looking up sparingly, everyone's like, oh, well, eat meat sparingly. You know, that means like try not to eat it very much, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then we over-engorge ourselves uh, with like (laughs) different kinds of, you know, like meat and stuff. Yeah. But really the healthy uh, medium to have um, is to recognize that sparingly can mean some different things, especially at the time. Mm-hmm. One of it says not letting it go to waste. Yeah. And because uh, it was not easily accessible. Right. Uh, it had to be hunted for. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't overindulge yourself in that. It says take it with Thanksgiving and make sure you mm-hmm. do this sparingly. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I think that there's a, an essence of gratitude and um, an essence of, you know, eat, you know, kind of like, you know, eat when you have it because there was no preservatives at this time either. Right. So. <laughs> right. So I wonder what the Lord would say if he wrote this today, if he said this to us today. Um, but just kind of wanted to give some perspective there. And yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, there are a lot of hot takes on the word of wisdom, but I think it boils down to praying about it experimenting on the word and seeing what is good for you and your family thank you guys so much for tuning in uh we will definitely do a part two because apparently we have a lot to say on the topic (laughs) i know this was already a long episode so thanks for watching yeah thanks for being here and if you have any more questions or comments make sure to dm us and we'll see you next week Bye. bye